Hey there, welcome back to the Northwest Audio Podcast, Midweek Formation, where we give some supplemental content to take your formation beyond Sunday morning. My name is Nick. I'm the community pastor here at Northwest. I'm here with our lead pastor, Luke, and special guest, Dimitri Morrison. Today, we're continuing our conversation around the heart behind the music for our church's upcoming album, Reacquainted, looking specifically at the song, Eternal Light. Yo, what's going on? This is the first time that Dimitri's was, been on the podcast. This is the first time. Welcome, brother. Hello, hello. Yeah, glad welcome. you're here. We're we're glad to have you. That was like perfectly timed. I was just thinking that. I was like, can I talk during that music? Because you <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was, sometimes it's hit or miss. You never know if it's going to be like a word goes too long or like too short. But sometimes it's right I mean, Sometimes the, you nail it. It's right in the sweet spot. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, we'll chalk that up to repetitions. <laughs> You've had some reps. That's true. I have had reps with this with this epic intro of ours. We have an epic man over here with an epic beard. For many people don't know, um, Dimitri and his and his beautiful wife and two girls helped plant uh, Northwest back in 2019. And he also is a regular in the band, plays the bass, slaps it, slap at the bass, slap at the bass, slap in the uh, bass. On, in the on the worship team, and is part of the creative collective band called outpour yes yes and was a co-writer and uh so you know big thanks brother for yeah. your added value to this incredible album um which you know it's funny because in the intro it was like for our upcoming album you mean the album that has already upcomed it has oh my dropped. gosh <laughs> it did say upcoming album it has uh, dropped it has it <laughs> and for it those is, of you who upcomed. have not listened to it you need to shut this podcast off and go and listen to it right now because yeah. the album is fantastic. Yes, it's awesome. It's a great time. It is recently released. It has upcomed. It, it's okay, not quick, upcoming. Quick question. Be honest. How many, I want to ask both of you, right? Because I get to ask this, right? How many times have you streamed the album? Be honest. When it first came out, I listened to it straight through. Yeah, like same. Getting up in the morning, showering, brushing teeth, all that. Listen to it straight through. Um, listen to it with my Bose noise canceling headphones on, trying not to be critical of anything, yeah. just like, just like listening. <laughs> um, and then like Spotify gives you the mixes, like the daily mixes, like Christian mix or whatever. And I think it's cause I like saved the album, but our songs pop up in like those curated lists that yeah. it makes for you. So like the other day we got in the car and eternal light came on and I kind of looked at me and I was like, Oh, there you are. Hey. Like, so that's, that, those little moments <laughs> have cool. been cool. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we're setting aside a very specific amount of time to cover um, this album that our church just dropped. But each individual song has a story that corresponds and associates to it. And what we've done, you know, now that the album's been out for like a couple of weeks, um, a little, you know, a little bit of that honeymoon phase is beginning to like wane a little bit. Yeah. But the stories behind the song I, I think bring fresh, you know, perspective Absolutely. to the song. They bring fresh life to the song. Um, Eternal Light is is a fire of a song. And it's going to, it has fit so well, in my opinion, it has fit so well um, into our community and into the, I don't know, the, the sub-spiritual culture of like what we're hoping and praying that God will do. And so, Dimitri, as someone who spent a lot of time and energy on that song, let let our listeners know what was the heart? What was the theme behind the song? What's the genesis? Like, what's the story that is behind what people listen to when they listen to Eternal Light? Yeah. So, 
Um, the idea kind of came from Genesis 15, 5, um, when God tells Abram to go out and count the stars and that will be, you know, as many descendants and, you know, that, that come from him. And I thought like, okay, if I was Abram at the time and like, you know, I'm super old. God's telling me I'm going to have children. My wife can't have children. I'm, I have no heir. And then God right. tells me to go out and look up at the stars and like, oh, this will be, you know, from you, like you'll, you'll be the father of many nations. I'm like, what was he probably thinking? Yeah. Like, okay, that doesn't seem possible. Like it's, I can't yeah, right. count these okay, stars. God. Sure. But like, a, and then I had this picture of like, but above those stars, like reigning over everything was God in his eternal glory and power, mm-hmm. like telling Abram, this is what's going to happen. Like all you have to do is have faith. And he did. And I think the part for me outside of 15.5 is uh, verse six, where it says that he had faith in like what God said. So had that verse six been different and said, mm. Abram didn't believe or, you know, thought it wasn't possible or how can God use me? Like the story, the rest of the Bible would, would be very different. So trusting in what God's called us into and like um, just kind of playing off of that a little bit. And then just my own kind of personal interests with space and time and, mm. you know, physics and all that. It's like, okay, th- how, how can I create something out of this? Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think it's unique that, one, it ties in that that story in Genesis, but then, like you said, it, it's your interests in space, time, physics of like understanding God's place in that, of like putting yourself in this perspective of God's vastness, um, of just acknowledging just how big God is. Like, like you said, Abram's standing there looking up at all the stars, and he's like, "Oh shoot, what? That's crazy. That's huge number," and it's putting your mind there and then going further and saying, God's even greater than that. Mm-hmm. God's even more vast than that. Like so far beyond your like comprehension and imagination. It, it feels and it sounds and I, I interpret it. There's like a mystic to it. There's like a mystical spirituality mm-hmm. that accompanies in it. And I use, I use, uh, I want to, I want to like uh, rescue the word mystic back into the Christian community because it came from Christian communities <laughs> That's uh, our word. From, from generations and generations ago. But it, it, um, it like forces your mind to think outside of what mm-hmm. you can see. And that's what I love about this song yeah. is it forces your mind to think about outside of something you can see and comprehend. And um, out of curiosity, man, you and Gwen are married, right? Yep. Yep. And Gwen is the other female vocalist on this album. Did you guys co-write these lyrics together? No. So I wrote the the acoustic chord progression and all the lyrics. And then she came home. I was like, hey, like God just really put this on my heart. Like I knocked it out in, a, in an afternoon mm. back in January. I was like, I don't really have a melody, but like that's kind of been our thing. We've been together for next year will be 20 years. Come on, so dude. So I grew up playing guitar. Yeah. She sang. So that was our thing. Like I played the musical accompaniment to her singing. So I was like, this is, this is your part of this now. Like you come up with the melody and we, ha- we made a few small little tweaks um, where she really stepped in was in the bridge. And we realized during writing, and I know we're going to get into like the, the process um, later, but um, yeah, she really tried to understand my perspective on like what I was trying to say and then just help hmm. create those yeah. extra little moments. So Interesting. Um, yeah. So it really was like a co-laboring together. You guys really spiritually joined forces. Yeah. To knock the, knock yeah. I didn't. Out. I didn't realize that. I don't know how I didn't know this. Cause 
you know, I was part of the album site. You'd think that I would have known this, but I didn't realize that you had written all the lyrics without any sort of melody and then yeah. brought it to her and it was like, Hey, can you put a melody to this? Because I feel like so often, um, songs are, are written with like melody and lyrics intertwined because it's just like easier that way a lot of the time. Mm. Um, but that's just so, that's so interesting that. Yeah. Yeah. And I lined had, up like that. I had my own kind of idea of what I thought it should be. But again, like the other theme of this song is, you know, the, the verses are the reflective nature yeah. of humans, like trying to fathom God's vastness and like understand grace, like this thing that doesn't make sense because if it made sense, it'd be easy for us to give grace to someone yeah. else, you know? Um, but then the, the choruses are like this declaration of like, you know, no God, you're eternal. Like mm. you're above it all. Then the bridge, I thought, okay, we have this struggle of like comprehension, understanding the verses. The chorus is like this declaration. The bridge needs to be like that turn, like showing the transformation. Hmm. Um, so in kind of that whole concept, I had this idea of, what I thought a melody should be or like the, the cadence or whatever. Yeah. But then the, the verse, um, took me low in mercy, crucified my pride. Yeah. Like this whole song has really been that for me, like God doing a big work and like changing my perspective mm. and like really humbling me in different areas of my life and just showing me like how prideful I had become in certain mm. areas. So it was really like almost therapeutic in a way too. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love the, intricateness of the words like i love that and it, it it's different when you read them i think mm -hmm. like when you and i think that's true for any song personally if you read if you read a song you will suddenly understand it in a very different way um because you know sometimes you're just not able to comprehend the lyrics as you sing them um mm -hmm. but when you read it you're just like oh wow this is it's crazy, you know, of just yeah. this, how, how verse one and verse two, um, are exactly what you were just talking about this. I'm trying to comprehend the vastness, not just of the stars that I see, like in the Genesis story, but then now I'm trying to like step back from the Genesis story and now into our present day, how am I viewing the vastness of God's grace and how confusing that is and how, like, uh, how can I accept that? That's such a big thing. That's so beyond my understanding. Um, and then pulling yourself back into place in each chorus of like, but I'm trusting, yeah, trusting I mean, God with what I cannot see because God is, God is far above right. all these things. And, and as a Enneagram five INFJ, like I'm all about my research mm -hmm. and like understanding everything. Yeah. Like I won't start a project until I've done copious amounts of research and I know the topic and I jump into it, but there's so much about our faith journey that mm. we just, we can't know. Yeah. So like yeah, for me, well this said. it's difficult. This song has been like that kind of cutting that cord of like having to know everything and just trusting wow. in God. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's powerful. I think I think of the Job story when God's like, "Were you there? Yeah. Like, were you yeah, there were when you I there? created everything?" <laughs> those were those like, like harsh rhetorical yes, questions. Yes, yes. It's just <laughs> it's know? exactly what you just said of just humbling yourself and being were you like, there, kid. <laughs> yeah, being like, "Oh shoot, you're right. You're God. I'm not. You know. You know what's going on, and I don't need to like." Fine. I, I, I accept my defeat. I won't know. When you were talking about like reading the lyrics, that's interesting yeah. that you brought that up because like writing them and going through that process, um, that's what I did. Like I read it almost mm. like a poem. It's not a poem. There's no like real right. poetic structure to it at all, but 
the part that I, I I don't know if anybody gets like in the end of the bridge, um, Alpha and Omega beginning the end from heaven, you came down so that we could ascend beyond the stars and sky. Like when you read it, like it flows into each other and that's how I wanted, like, I love when songs and like lyricists do that of like the verse just seamlessly goes right in the bridge. A lot of times it'll be verse and then bridge or course is its own thing. And like, I just wanted this like smooth transition between each section. Yeah. Um, Each song stands alone authentically in its own right. It stands on its own legs. Mm -hmm. And you know, we could release all of these as singles. The, and these, it would, every it would single song could be a single, but yet at the very same time, the album has continuity to it. It yeah. has um, congruency to it. And be it because it was all done by the same group of people seeking after the same God or, or for whatever reason. No, I, I agree. Um, I think they are all congruent with this idea of reacquainted. Like they really mm-hmm. are. And, and this song in particular is like reacquaint me with your vastness. Reacquaint me with like, who you are um and who i am in yeah, you yes absolutely that bridge that's what the bridge was for me of like okay um call me out of darkness yeah scales fell from my eyes like we all know the reference there yeah. took me low in mercy crucified my pride so a lot of that was gwen i had some some words that were similar to the sentiment of that but like she really was able to pull like okay this is what mm. i'm feeling this is what i think and the took me low in mercy like for me that that image of just like my pride and like you know crucified my pride i have all these like yeah internal personal struggles but the lord like took me low but with mercy with his mm-hmm. you know holding my hand and like letting me get to this bottom so i had to look up and the only place to look is to look up to him but yeah. he didn't just let me fall like he he graciously yeah. put me in that position to learn these things and to seek him and see those um those different lessons that he was trying yeah. to give me. Wow. That's good. Give a, uh, give our listeners an, an abbreviated picture of what that writing process looked like. Like did it, you know, did it, for example, did the lyrics like start as a prayer or a poem first before they came a song? Give, give us the, give us the process. Um, it was, Honestly, listening to a lot of Benjamin Hastings. Yes. I was going to say, I was going to oh. say that's so it's <laughs> nice. very much like, uh, if you guys don't know who that is, Benjamin William Hastings is a, an artist does a lot of Christian music. Um, and his, his style is very much stringing along thoughts, um, and yeah, words he, connecting. He really did, well. um, he's a brilliant lyricist. Uh, so will I, um, yeah. what was the other one? Like, I'm not blanking even once. on it now. Not even once. Um, Highlands. Yes. Like all, all these, these songs that are really lyrically. Yes. Awesome. Just <laughs> epic, big stories. Um, and then he released a, a solo album and every song on there is great. Um, just how he's able to bring out emotions in in the, his lyrics. And so just studying, you know, the, the pattern of his writing, like right. how this line, you know, how many syllables are in this line and this mm-hmm. line and like just really breaking it down to like the micro level. Um, but then like that Genesis uh, 15.5 and then reading 15.6 and then he did a song with Cody Carnes, Take You at Your Word. I felt like, okay, this song is about like trusting God mm. in what he said he's going to do. And then 15.6 in Genesis, Abram, it's like he had faith and believed yeah. God. So like it was really weird. Like all these little things That's like cool. were happening around me and I kind of was able to like make the connection. If it's only a connection for me, then yeah. I guess that's that's all it is. But um, <laughs> It was really cool, um, that process. So yeah, that, and then obviously, you know, with Gwen, we've played music together. We grew up 
doing um, like VBS worship band stuff yeah. in high school and college uh, with a buddy who's now lead pastor down in Bloomington. They just released a worship album with a collective of people down there. So like when we sent him this, oh, it's like, cool. man, like look what God's in the water, man. doing like, awesome. you know, from our roots to now, like yeah. just moving in all these different communities. Um, that was really cool. That's awesome. But yeah, the, the writing process was me at home studying Benjamin and then bringing it into the group. Um, really the only melody part that I was like, okay, this has to happen. And it was in that, um, uh, iPhone audio message that we sent to you and Maddie one night I was playing the acoustic and Gwen was singing and Gwen's an alto. Like we all yeah. joke that you, know, you and her have the same range. She sings like a man. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I sing like a girl. <laughs> yeah. um, but I had in my mind the on the bridge, alpha uh, and omega, like just this really high part. And oh, like, yes, I remember that. And Gwen couldn't sing. And, and like as I'm playing, she's like, that's you, Maddie. Like, like that's Maddie's part. And I was like, somebody has to hit that like, harmony hit on, on and that not gonna, It's not going to be Gwen. Yeah. Um, and the, the first time we played it as a group, I remember sitting there thinking like, okay, that's a lot different than what I thought, yeah. but it's good. It's, it's what this group is. Lord humble me to like, let these people in on right. what I'm creating and not, help me to not like hoard it and keep it, you know, as this precious thing that's only mine. Like it was that first step into like letting go of that creative, uh, grip mm -hmm. and being more, um, inclusive and involved with mm. other creatives. Cause I work at home by myself all day. So mm -hmm. like, I don't have anybody yeah. to bounce things off. So this was like a, a good area to be yeah. like, Okay, like what? What's everybody else got? What can you? What can you contribute? That that has been a reoccurring theme for all of these podcasts yeah. we've done to review a song. Some some um, celebration of God gave this to me, and then called me to give it away back again. Yeah, and I always I always think of Hannah and Samuel and how you know Hannah was just like, "Give me a son, give me a son," and then God gives Hannah Samuel, and then she gives Samuel back to God. Yeah, and like there is just something so powerful about that reciprocated giving, and um, oh, it's such a it is such an awesome song. The crucify my pride part gives me chills every time mm -hmm. because it just touches on yeah. the button we don't want God to press. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And every time it's just like I can't even sing it. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to sing that part because <laughs> it's so stinking true. But okay, I, I want to ask you this, brother. Um. You know how when we create something, and I, I'm not really a creative, but even if I cook something, I I want my kids to like it. Does that make sense? I want my kids to get something out of it. And I might be a creative when it comes to like communicating, but I'm not a musician or a painter. That's what I meant. Nick's giving me a funny face right now, audience. Well, I'm just I'm making that face because you're also not a cook. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, but I have discovered that I'm really good at at Saturday morning bacon and waffles. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. So I want my kids to like love it, right? I want my kids mm -hmm. to like, quote unquote, get something out of it. Um, So, and I obviously, as a communicator, I want the 30 sermons I preach a year, I want them to bless her and edify our community. What? What do you hope? What do you long for? What's like the deepest part of the inside of who you are as an inner person? What are you longing and hoping people will get out of this song or get from this song or be blessed by this song? Like if you could boil it down to like a, man, I just want this song to do this thing for these people. How would, how would you describe that? Uh, I would say to not put God in this box that mm. we as a Western society have done. We think yes. God is this 
thing that we can comprehend and we can explain and we can justify. Um, but he's so much more than that. And that's kind of the picture I was wanting to create of beyond the stars and sky. You know, you look up at the sky, it's huge, it's vast, but like even beyond that, even beyond our galaxy and our stars and the solar system is God. He's outside of space and time. He sees the beginning and the end. He's the alpha omega. So just that's, that is like kind of the underlying theme is, um, what more is there to God that I've not allowed myself to see because I want to keep him this thing Mm. that's so small and can fit into this box. That's our brain. Um, and that's something that's always interests me and, you know, doing different podcasts, listening through, you know, different sermons and stuff like that's the thing that our Western culture has kind of gotten wrong and missed is like God's so much more than what we've made him to be. Um, so I hope maybe people just start thinking a little bit differently. You know, if you think God's one way, he's, you know, he might be that way, but he's probably 10 other ways also. Mm. He's a lot bigger than we usually imagine to be. I didn't, I didn't even consider how this song forces me to acknowledge my limitations. Yeah. Right. Acknowledge. And it forces me to acknowledge my limits on my comprehensions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, because it's like, how could, how could we possibly, how silly of us to expect, um, God, the the creator of us and the creator of everything that we experience and everything that we see, like how foolish is it that we think, well, yeah, I can totally understand everything right. about this God. Yeah. And like and Psalm, so much bigger. Psalm 8, 3 and 4 says, when I yes. consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful mm-hmm. of them, human beings that you care for them? Yeah. Like that's... Like, what else can you say to that? Yeah, like, like how exactly. else do you explain to someone, like, God's so much bigger than what we can even, He placed the moon, he placed the stars, he placed all these things, and we think we can understand him. Yeah. And for me, that was a struggle for a long time of, like, well, I don't know these things, and God hasn't told us, and that makes me angry because I have yeah. to know everything. Yeah. And now it's like, man, I'll find out one day. Yeah. Like, we all will. And that gives me something to look forward to, you yeah. know? What if, I, what if I don't have to know? Yeah. You know, and, and even looking at Abraham, he didn't, like, he didn't know at the time when God was like, Hey, you're going to have this many descendants. He didn't know what to think of that. Like, but he said, I don't know. Can you imagine God telling anyways. you like, Oh, you're going to be the father of Dude. nations of people. Like I <laughs> got you're two like, kids. I'm like, like no. I got two kids. <laughs> and you're like 99 years old too. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh-uh. but that's the perfect example there of just like, I'm not going to know everything, but I'm going to trust you anyways. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to trust this. That promise that he gave him. And then with the name change also, you know, mm-hmm. Abram was, exalted father or high father and then abraham is father of a multitude and then sarah is the only female whose name was changed in the bible yeah and that was sarah means mother of i think mother of nations or something like that so like i don't know I through that right. through that promise of like that covenant of hey your your offspring your seed will right. be more than the stars like he even changed like their identity and who yeah. they were mm. and that course kind of touches on that like how i'll how we all change when we accept that we don't deserve grace. We don't understand grace, but then he takes us low. He reveals all these things. He takes us as his bride. He gives us all these blessings, this green pasture. And then what comes from that acceptance of that free gift, we get to ascend beyond the stars and sky. Like, well, not even that, but that that's the gospel. When you trust, when you trust in God, when you trust in what he has called you to, when you trust in who he is, when you trust in who you are, like your identity, all of these things, 
like Paul literally says, you are a new creation. Mm -hmm. Like you have a new identity in Christ because of this, because of this belief, because of this trust in what God is doing. That's, oh, that's so good. I I hadn't grasped the theological depthness to the song until this podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? It, it's, it's there's one of those always songs, a story behind the, it is. the song. There's always a story, but this is one of those songs that like with each line, the more you talk about it, the more you find in it. Yeah. It's just like a never ending well. Sure. <laughs> Unplanned question here. You know, we always have an agenda audience, but this this question is not on our agenda today. Um, and I just thought of this, Dimitri, what is the real human struggle? that justifies someone picking up their phone and streaming eternal light. Describe the real human struggle. Like what's that person going through when they should pick up their phone and listen mm. to eternal light? Mm. That's an interesting question. Yeah. I would say maybe, maybe disbelief or unbelief mm. in God. Um, there's several people I can think of right now and I won't name any that are on the cusp of believing mm. and, you know, they know certain things about God or they have this general understanding, but to be, um, be okay with stepping in to the unknown and that freedom that comes with, all I got to do is accept this gift of grace and like follow God, love him as he loves me, even though I don't deserve it. And then just that transformation, like it's hard. The, the bridge is that, like I said, the transformational like component of, you know, following God of, realizing that, you know, we've got these issues and then the Lord being there with us and going through that with us and changing us and like just the joy and the happiness and the freedom that comes from accepting that. Um, you know, I've read, I've read physics books and things like that where, you know, one side says science disproves God and the other says science proves God. And like, you know, there's kind of this middle ground that a lot of people sit in. I'm not saying that this is any, huge big thing this right. song but like there there's those aspects and components of you know space and time and god sitting outside so i would say if you're unsure or you're struggling like maybe this song could be that step in that direction of like finding the freedom in the unknown yeah well mm, that's a great phrase finding freedom in the unknown um i i once did a, a sermon in in bible college um, that was on the story of Gideon, um, and talking about basically like how we need to stop asking for clarity from God and start asking for trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and how we were like, ship, we need to shift our mindset a little bit instead of being like, God, I need you to clear this up. I need you to give me all the information. I need you to tell give me, me ex- the answers, give me the know? answers, give me exactly what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. But instead say, you know what? I trust you. Like I don't have all the answers and I yeah. trust you and there's freedom in that. Yeah. There is, there's freedom in the unknowing. I think that's a really, really good phrase right there. I love that, that is a faith building exercise. No doubt about it. Yeah. And I would even wow. say just, I mean, with this being midweek formation, like for all of our listeners, as you listen to this song and even as you just have listened to this podcast right now, I, I encourage you to think through um, just in your day to day life and your, your, Um, rhythms and all the different things that you do like think through where your unbelief is like it's it's exactly what thomas says when he sees the the risen Mm -hmm. jesus and he says i believe lord help me with my unbelief um what might it look like to pray that prayer of like help me with my unbelief the the areas of my life that i'm just 
not sure about. I'm not willing to give over because I, I don't know. And I, that scares me. Um, what might it look like to say, Jesus, I trust you with that. Like I'm going to accept that there's freedom in my, my unknowing. Um, and I can accept that. Because he is beyond the stars and sky. Yeah. And there is an alpha and omega. There is a God who we serve that is. He is worth the trust. Yeah. Worthy of (laughs) of our trust. If there's anyone you're going to put trust in it be the guy that <laughs> whose throne is above the heaven yes. or the earth. You it know would, what be, I mean? it would like, be the guy that made it all yeah. i would i would hope <laughs> it's yeah. like the uh, I, I said that in a sermon recently i was like if we're gonna you know if you're gonna learn how, want to know how to use an instrument you, the person you should ask is the one who built it the person right. who designed it that's like yeah. a no-brainer so that's that's a really beautiful point there we're thankful for your hard work on this song brother yeah yeah, yeah. happy, to, happy to do it and hope that uh People will continue to challenge themselves with it. Yeah. Um, look deeper, dig deeper, think a little bit differently. Um, that that was my my goal. Yeah. Well, if you have any questions or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, please let us know. You can do that by going to our media tab on our website at mercyroadnw.com. Uh, and on our website, you'll also be able to find more details and information about our community. And you can get a hold of me or Luke directly as well if you go to the staff page. So thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm.